0: And so in this series, I wanna deal with how to operate in divine healing and health. And in today's message in particular, I want to deal with the healing anointing. How healing comes, how Jesus ministers it to us, and the effects that we will receive from it. Everybody say the healing anointing. Now there's all kinds of anointings that God works in this earth. But uh, for this study, we're going to examine, in particular, the healing anointing. Isaiah chapter 10, verse 27, if you have your Bible, uh, the prophet Isaiah prophesied, and it shall come to pass in that day, everybody say in that day, in that day that his burden shall be taken away from off, off thy shoulder, and his yoke from off thy neck. And I like this last part of that verse. And the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. And so we're talking about the anointing of God's power, which is at work to remove burdens and to take off yokes, off of our lives and off of our bodies, and in particular, we're talking about the yokes of sickness, the yokes of disease, and those areas that the enemy comes to try to steal from you. There are all forms of things the enemy has done as we read the New Testament. We find that he causes people to be deaf, we find that he causes people to be blind we find that he causes people to be crippled in matthew 8 he causes leprosy to work in the bodies of people and as we get into this study we're going to find out that it is the devil that has brought all sickness and all diseases into the earth God didn't do it and God doesn't allow it. God allows what you allow. Are you hearing me? And so we're going to learn how to cooperate and to flow in the healing anointing, not only for the ministry to others that may have these needs, but to strengthen our own physical bodies that we might live a life free from sicknesses, diseases, maladies, and infirmities that the devil would try to slow us down with or work in our bodies. We're going to be free in the name of Jesus. And so Isaiah prophesied that uh, it shall come to pass. Everybody say, It shall come to pass. In other words, it's a done deal. If God said it, he's got to do it. If he spoke it, he will bring it to pass. It shall come to pass in that day. This refers us to another verse where it says, and in that day shall the deaf hear the words of the book and the eyes of the blind shall see out of obscurity and out of darkness and the meek among men shall rejoice in the Holy One of Israel. Hallelujah. I praise the Lord Jesus because He came to set at liberty those that were bound and the yoke has to go. Everybody say that. Every yoke has to go. Say it again. Every yoke has to go. His burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder, it's personal, and his yoke from off thy neck, that refers to you and me, and the yoke shall be destroyed. I like one translation, it says for the word destroyed, completely and totally obliterated, amen. It just doesn't well, thank the Lord, I I, I believe God will touch me. Oh, he'll obliterate and destroy everything that is against you so that you can be uh, truly free hallelujah, and because of that anointing, the yoke shall be destroyed. Then if you have your Bible, Luke chapter four, please, the fourth chapter of Luke, and in particular, Jesus is gone down to the rivers of Bethabara, where John the Baptist has baptized him, and he cometh down into the waters, and John saith unto him, I need to be baptized of thee. Not so Jesus said, but he said, I'm gonna be baptized of you, hallelujah. And John taking him down into the waters of baptism, lowered him down, and when he came up out of the water, the Bible says the heavens opened up, and the Father spake and said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased and the spirit like a dove descended upon him. And the Bible says he came up out of the waters and he was led by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. But in Luke chapter four, the word of God talks about what happened after the temptation, what happened after Jesus um, uh, confronted the devil in the wilderness. The three temptations he went through, he was victorious. victorious because he stayed upon the word of God. You will always have victory in your life if you can stand on the word of God. The word of God will never fail you. It needs to be like honey flowing out of your spirit and across your lips and out of your mouth. Oh, hallelujah. Speaking words of life, Speaking words of authority, speaking words that, oh, 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 hallelujah, I feel it in me right now, that honey, it tastes like honey, the Bible says, honey in the rock, glory to God, it flows out of your spirit, and we're talking in particular about the healing anointing. Uh, Can you say "Man," Luke chapter four, verse 14, and Jesus returned in in the power, the power of the Spirit. Now, we're talking about the anointing. Now, up until this time, we know that Jesus never performed one miracle. We know that he never healed the sick. But after he received the anointing, the power of the Spirit. He returned in it. Everything changed for the better. Can you say amen? He didn't perform miracles at 18. He didn't perform miracles at 25. He didn't perform miracles at 28 years of age. But when he turned 30 and was baptized in the river and came up out of the river and was tempted by the devil in the wilderness or in that experience, when he come out of that, he returned in the power of the spirit. (laughs) I thank God for the Holy Ghost. I thank God that I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. I thank God that same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. He lives in me. He dwells in me. And the Bible says he quickens your and mine mortal body. Hallelujah. Right now, as you're hearing the word, it's quickening your mortal body. You'll get healed while you listen can you say man my wife and i were in breezewood pennsylvania many years ago and i was it was the uh, sunday night service and I was reading my scripture to the crowd getting ready to preach when I saw two ladies talking in the front row. And um, I was raised if someone else is talking, you don't talk. So I stopped and stood in front of them and the lady looked up so sweet. She said, I don't know what happened. I said, what are you talking about? She said, my friend has been deaf her whole life but she's telling me she hears right now. Jesus caused her to hear, hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. They were two Lutheran women, amen. All I was doing was reading about how Jesus made the deaf to hear. But there's enough power in that word, whatever it is that you're being challenged with, that word, the Bible says in Luke uh, chapter five, they came to hear and to be healed. Romans says, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. As you're hearing it right now, that quickening power of Romans eight, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is quickening your mortal body. Hallelujah. Cancer can't stay. High blood pressure has to go. Diabetes is healed. Joints and bones are being healed. There is something in the healing anointing to make you whole. All you do is just pull it in. You receive it. Hallelujah. I shall be made whole. Glory to God. Jesus returned in the power. Hallelujah. Of the spirit. Come on, lift your hands and thank God. I feel like yokes are being broken. Stronghold are coming down. Neither give place to the devil. He's not going to take you out in your early age but you shall be anointed. Hallelujah. Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee and there went out a fame of him through all the region round about and he taught in their synagogues being glorified of all and he came to Nazareth verse 16. He came to Nazareth where he'd been brought up And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. There was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Glory to God. The Spirit, say it with me, of the Lord is upon me. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Something happened from the rivers of Jordan at Bethabara to the Nazareth synagogue. There was a change in the master. Hallelujah. He now was beginning his ministry and his ministry could not begin until he was anointed by the Holy Spirit. Holy ghost. And he declared and recognized it and said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Bless the name of Jesus. Because see, there's a cause, there's an effect. There's a cause, cause and effect. When the spirit comes on you, it'll begin to do some things. When you get the anointing and it comes on you in that tangible power of heaven Oh, hallelujah. It'll begin to do some things in your body. Glory to God. Healing and health. Stroke up in the, the ho. Hallelujah. There is something about this anointing. Glory to God. I have two ministers that are facing life-threatening diseases, and I spent the morning encouraging them, sharing scripture with them, and both of them said, while we were going through the word, hey, my body feels good. I don't feel the pain, one said. Another said, I feel energy. Strength is coming to me. Let me tell you, when you get that word out and the Holy Ghost comes on that word, there's not a devil in hell or out of hell that can continue to afflict you and work against you and bind you. But in the name of Jesus, we declare the spirit of the Lord is upon us. Raise both your hands and give God the praise. The spirit of the Lord. Praise God. Then Jesus goes on to say, because, because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, he has sent me to heal the broken hearted to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind. Praise God. I feel this in my spirit. Could we just lift our hands one more moment? There's such an anointing here for your healing, you that are listening, wherever you're at. There's no distance in prayer. I said there's no distance in prayer. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Recovering of sight to the blind to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Hallelujah. Now notice these words could be interchangeable there in Luke. The Bible says, Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. And then he also says anointed, he's anointed. And then he says to heal. And so when the spirit of God comes upon you, according to Jesus, there's a healing anointing that functions with the coming of that quickening power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I believe if we could just learn how to press in and begin to pull on that anointing, there's nothing that could remain in our physical bodies, no attack in our mind, nothing that the enemy would try to pull that could remain. Hallelujah. Because the spirit of the Lord is upon us, quickening us like he did the the body of Jesus. When he got him out of the tomb, hallelujah, making him alive, making you and I alive, glory to God. Every cell, every fiber of our body responds to the anointing of the Holy Ghost. John G. Lake was ministering in South Africa. When the bubonic plague broke out there, he began to go and minister to the people from his church. And one of the doctors said, I don't understand. The germs are in that froth that uh, is on the lips of the people. You just lay hands on them and pray. And then they start getting better. They said to him, how is this? There was a team of doctors that had come down from London to South Africa to help stop the bubonic plague. And John G. Lake's answer was classic. He said, there is a power and a life in me that destroys the germs that are in that plague. And he said, when those germs Touch my body, they have to die, for the greater one is in me. Hallelujah. If that don't make you shout, you don't have anything. (laughs) But I feel like shouting. They took him at his word, brought him up to London to the observatory and the science and the medical hall there. And they took scrapings of the froth that they had under little glass slides. And they scraped it and put it on John G. Lake's hand. And he thrust his hand under a microscope. And as those Great Britain doctors looked, all the germs that they knew was in that froth that was still moving and wiggling and had life, when they put it in the hand of the man of God they watched as every germ began to die and stop wiggling until every germ was dead I'm talking about the life of Christ that is in you as a child of God, how does divine healing work, it's the spirit of the Lord that is upon you, it is the anointing, hallelujah to heal the recovering of sight to the blind. You ought to thank God you're anointed today to set at liberty them that are bruised and to preach the gospel of deliverance. What happens if you've already lost some things? Maybe you're already deaf. Maybe you've lost sight. Maybe you have problems. When I was a boy, they had a thing that was going around in the school and they called it pink eye. And what would happen, people would get an infection in their eye and and, and, uh, they'd let them stay home. And I had a friend that I played baseball with, Bob Conaway. He later uh, tried out for the Pittsburgh Pirates, a great ball player. And he and I used to go to uh, vacation Bible school in the summer, and he attended Sunday school at our church. And when he came back, although the pink eye was gone, his vision was obscured it was uh it was not uh, the way it was before that disease got in his eye and so the lord began to speak to me it's one thing to be healed and it's another thing to recover what you lost when you were in the physical battle and so my dad and different ones of the church anointed him with oil and prayed over bob and bob got his sight back in his eye can you say amen but i learned something from that that the spirit of god brought back to my remembrance even as I'm ministering to you now and that is there is also in the anointing not only the power to heal but that anointing is so strong it'll help you to recover and get back what the devil stole from you hallelujah if you've lost your hearing get ready to hear if you've lost eyesight get ready to see if you have been given a, a diagnosis that your life is limited to being crippled or infirm get ready to be whole hallelujah because that anointing not only heals, but Jesus said it helps you to recover. Can you say amen? I wanna thank every one of you that are listening to Faith Alive Radio Network. I'm excited about this and I am looking for people to stand with us on a monthly basis as partners to help us Take the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. I've used this saying for many years, our cause is Christ. Our compassion is for souls and our commitment is to the world. And no matter what nation of the world that you're listening to this Faith Alive Network, whatever nation you're in, you are a part of God's end time plan. Jesus taught us to go out into the highways and hedges and to compel people to come in. And by your support as a partner, you can help us do this. If you'll go to www.tedshuttlesworth.com forward slash give, you can sow a gift today to help us.